With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Welcome to the Waterman Files. Welcome to the Waterman Files. Today is August the 25th. Stand by for more. Whether you like it or not, you're being dragged into probably the most vicious, horrible, economic collapse the world has ever seen. Welcome to the broadcast. I'm glad you're here. This is, like I said, August the 25th, and welcome to all the listeners. And of course, we're coming from deep inside the castle. And I'm glad that you're here. Many of you, of course, will be listening to this on a podcast. Uh, Be careful. Don't drink too much coffee because this is going to miff you off and you might have to make a pit stop before you either get home or get to work, depending on if you're driving to work or away from work when you're listening. (laughs) Because this is going to miff you off today. Before we do, though, uh, it says here in a title on an article, the global economy is officially melting down. Folks, the Dow has been down 1,300 points before today. I don't know what happened today. Uh, But you can expect up and down, up and down. But Shanghai, that's, you know, over there in the Orient, you know, China, they've lost uh, 11% and more. I know that they've gone, had some trouble, more trouble since this was written. But that's over a seven-year low. Wow. To kind of give you an idea how these poor folks that have a lot of money 
have fared during all this. 400 of the world's richest people have lost a total of $182 billion, amounting to 6.3% of their collective wealth. Don't you feel sorry they lost? We should be crying big bubbles. The dollar rally, whoop, is ended. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> oh, geez. Commodities have fallen to a 13-year low, and there's no end in sight now. So quantitative easing to help us pull through this one, folks. In the meantime, Obama gives creepy Joe, Joe Biden a blessing to run for president. And of course, you know, there's been pictures of his hands all over, all over some of the administration's wives, st uh, the staff's uh, wives in the administration, even in public pictures with his creepy hands on their shoulders whispering in their ear or wrapping his arms around them and wondering where his hand might be that's out of sight. You know, Hillary Clinton's toast, thank goodness. But remember this, we don't have elections. <laughs> we have dictates we are pre they pretend to let us know now because hillary clinton is so far behind they cannot make it look like she just squeaks in by a percent or two so they're going to pick somebody late in the game in the democratic side <clears throat> that is of course a zionist which joe biden has expressly told the media that he is saying it with pride. I'm a Zionist. <laughs> We're going to talk about that kind of stuff today. But it's coming. It's now breakneck speed, folks. Of course, at the Waterman Files, you probably go there a lot. I try to get something up there most every day. I've got a picture of all those white, caliphate, Toyota pickup trucks that were convoying for miles and miles, 20 foot behind each other, back to back, in single file. And as you can see, a picture there on the Waterman Files, I said, I guess it's hard for the U.S. military to see extremely long convoys of white Toyota pickups strung along a 200-kilometer open desert as they convoy to their new location. Maybe we need to fire the Pentagon. Maybe we need to hire Russia. They, I bet they'd know where they're at. Or better yet, I said, let's send Israel, they, you know, or APAC or the SPL or the ADL to the desert since they're really good at saying who a terrorist is. And they're the only ones that are benefiting from this, right? So, oh, wait a minute. Wait. 
They are helping support ISIS. Never mind. That wouldn't be a good idea. These people have sent thousands of bombs and sorties over the ISIS people. 62% of them were military from the United States. And by golly, they have never seemed to be able to find a warthog that could fly right down the middle of these Toyotas that do not have anti-aircraft weapons and wipe them out on a convoy. Folks, they don't have plans to wipe this out. This is a Mossad operation. And, you know, ISIS is saying, we don't like this and we don't, they're destroying Islamic sacred sites. Islamic people don't do that. That sounds like the Jew. Oh, gosh, I forget. I keep forgetting. It is. It is Israel. Now, it's only Israel in command. It's only Israel funding it. The people that are dying, no, those, those are not Jews. Those are brainwashed Islamic people, yes. There's only one person that benefits from the caliphate going in and taking over all these territories. Somebody that can control all this Islamic stuff out there that is in the control of Mossad would be perfect. And that's, of course, what's going on. And, of course, this is a construct of the U.S. intelligence service. While now this was all, of course, underway, we keep wondering why Hillary Clinton quit all of a sudden after Benghazi Gate? Well, you know, when you dig just one layer down, you find out the Benghazi arms smuggling was going to this calivate group called ISIS. She can't be caught in that mess. But she's done anyway. Actually, she might even... Well, more than likely, she'll be criminally charged. And that's why now there's a big shuffle to put in some other mutt puppet of the Zionist-controlled government. And that'll be Biden. And he'll come out sparkling clean leader. Of course, his son is now head of all the energy coalitions and and utilities and stuff in the Ukraine that's falling apart and going broke. And right now he's selling electricity and energy, or gas, I forget, is gas, sorry, to a neighboring nation that he's bought from Europe at twice the price. Ukraine's not going to make money off that. They're there to rape and plunder, pillage and plunder. The Ukrainian people are the pawns. In the meantime, South Korea is miffed, and you can just replace the word, I mean, North Korea is miffed. When are they never miffed? Their whole life, their whole brainwashing of a nation, this is literally the case there, is a constant war, hate, kill, bomb. You know, they don't, they don't have any other purpose. That's their purpose. They're like a mad dog chained up to an oak tree. And they're still hoping for the day they can get unchained. Well, it looks like China's probably unchained them because 50 submarines just got sent out from Korea 
North Korea. Probably in response to the big bomb that went off or explosion that happened in China that left a crater big enough to put a skyscraper in and flattened six square blocks flat. Besides that, of course, uh, windows being blowed out and everything. Destroying a shipping, the largest shipping port, man-made shipping port at that. Incredible predictions that the WebBot has been making talk about now the credit freezes at hand. And EVG is predicting silver to go to 50. But the immediate and short-term data in the WebBot is now coming out saying get ready for $68 per ounce. That video and that information from AVG and that information from Bill Holter is up there on the Waterman Files. Calgary, of course, was hit as, as long as, just like Pennsylvania was hit uh, earlier with a, with a very, very stunning snowfall in the middle of summer, predicted by the WebBot. Now, deadly fires begin to resurge and charge across five western states. They've escaped into five states. It's like a monster consuming everything in its path. People being forced to leave by the thousands. We're talking six digits of people are now on foot by the thousands. And we haven't even heard what the smoke's doing, but it was predicted that would cause a problem too. Folks, the WebBot report is well underway. And then if you've been following my broadcast, we have the Pentagon's climate change roadmap telling us why they need to pre-deploy so they can be ready in a mere twilight to respond to earth changes. What are those earth changes? We'll read the WebBot report because if I didn't tell you where I was reading from, whether it was the Pentagon briefing papers for the military or the WebBot, you wouldn't know the difference. So on August 22nd, I posted a picture. It's post on the 22nd where the Navy warns of Planet X, or Nibiru, in a very creepy ad that they put on television. It's by the Navy, produced by the Navy. And as you watch the video, there's a red ball in the clouds, just this red object floating. In fact, it has jets going around this red ball like they're responding to it. It's real creepy. Absolutely creepy. So you'll want to go see that. In the meantime, up on the uh, communication links, you will see that new box. And we have our propagation conditions for listening to shortwave radio are, are pretty fair for um, daytime for 1.8 megahertz through 10 megahertz, which is 1 
100, 160 meter, 80 meter, all the way up through 30. Now, that does not include the CB bands, okay? Tonight, it will be good. So you'll be able to listen to a lot of shortwave tonight if you want. So <clears throat> some of that out of the way. Make sure you contact us about food, please. The summertime is a tough time for us. Really, actually, we're all having tough times, aren't we? And this broadcast is not for money. If I never got a penny, this broadcast, which is oh, I happened often, uh, this broadcast has to be go going on. Why? I don't know. Because I feel compelled to. And I just want to share with the people that trust me with information what I have. And to encourage the ground crew to get ready. Because it's time. The time, folks, is right here, right now, as we speak. Everything is now begun, just like it said. We haven't hit the second week of September yet, which is when it really crunches down. Then by February, it's all over. It's like, you know, the nails in the coffin. What's, what's this thing called, money? By the way, we've been trying to get ready ourselves. We'd like to kind of expand a corner in our basement and make it, you know, cover it with some metal and tin stuff and reinforce it a little bit so it'd be kind of stormproof like a, you know, a tornado bunker inside. But, you know, I don't have that kind of money to make it like bunker proof. And then all of a sudden, up here in the Ozarks is eight acres that popped up. And I thought, and so Susan said, and I said, so? I mean, there's lots of little acreages around here for sale. She said, look at this picture. Folks, it's literally an underground underground dome home. Under A dome home is already good. But underground dome homes, that's even better. And I thought, you know, if we had a really good active ground crew that worked together, we could all get that. It's 2,000 square feet inside that thing, which is enough for it to be a community preparedness center, and there's eight acres to put stuff on to live in in the meantime. Each person could have their little acre or something of their own. Wouldn't that be nice? to know that there's literally a 2,000-square-foot bunker that you wouldn't have to worry about, that everybody could have their spot in to get away from it, and that we could go back and forth from our home on eight acres. <clears throat> wouldn't that be great? And, you know, if I had the money, I'd buy it, and I'd tell people, Come out, pick out your acre lot or half acre, however much you want. It'll be yours. We'll be neighbors. And we'll make sure that everybody can get in the bunker. I mean, how many people can you stick in there? I mean, you know, you probably stick in a town. The guy that's lived in this has lived in it since the 1970s and 
probably uh, decided he's getting too old. I mean, the the the, the furniture is really well kept. You know, up, you know, it's all real clean. It's just old. He's probably going to check himself into a you know a senior care center, and it's like time for him to move. That's uh, how come he's not there. But here's an underground thing that's still sound as can be. And it's incredible, really. The listing wouldn't even list the address for security reasons. Wouldn't that be great if we could get that? Well, anyway, if you know somebody that can, make it happen. We'd all have a place to be. In the meantime, folks, we've got to get ready. We do really have to get ready. You know, talking about who our enemy is and what's causing the problem, we can go to this old famous poem that was written and published in 1829, The Spider and the Fly. Will you walk into my parlor, said the spider to the fly. Tis the prettiest little parlor that you ever did spy. The way into my parlor is up a winding stair. And I've a many curious things to show you when you are there. Oh, no, no, said the fly. To ask me is in vain, for who goes up your winding stair can ne'er come down again. Well, anyway, this clever, dangerous spider reminds me of the seductive god talk that was introduced to our planet right in the get-go, right out of the gate, when Satan said to Eve, surely you will not die. And who is Satan? He is the father of the Jews. He smoothly says, by the way, that the Jews, and has convinced many, are God's chosen people, that they are divine heirs. They promise us a golden age of peace and prosperity, a utopia, if you'll just walk into my parlor. Rabbi Michael Higgers 1932 book, The Jewish Utopia, has in it about information about this wonderful coming world. And it's used in the term that the Jews, Babylonian Talmud, of course, makes this a radiant place for righteous Israel and Jews who will set atop a heap of nations and people and become the Zion, and their Zionist king, of course, will be ruling and following the Talmud and the Talmudic law in order to become that despotic 
king over everybody and lord of all the world. As they want to usher in the golden age for the Jews, a messianic messianic millennium, folks, of peace and prosperity. Of course, then the world's wealth will be in the hands of the Jews, and they will be that, quote, divine race. Didn't you know they are the divine race? Justice will be meted out in all conflicts, arbitrated wisely according to Talmudic law, and the Supreme Court of Israel and Jerusalem, who will be the final arbiter of right and wrong, which, by the way, just got established by the Sanhedrin, which just got set up, and that Obama is headed to in Jerusalem, of course, in Israel. to talk to the newly established Sanhedrin's Supreme Court in Jerusalem about their plans, our plans, our plans, or Obama's idea, of peace with Iran. But uh, Rabbi Higger, (laughs) he has another idea hold whole nother idea. He, he, he said, Gentiles are going to be given this opportunity to pledge their allegiance to the Judaic deities, so they must turn from their idol worship of Jesus. And then their fate will be that of the wicked if they don't, which is death by the method of beheading. Golly! If the caliphate, ISIS, is doing things like really beheading instead of fake, that sounds like Talmudic law to me. Oh, well, I digress. I already talked about the fact it's being run by Israel. But anyway, this rabbi says, once the wicked are dealt with, then global peace and Prosperity shall ensue, at least for the Jew. There was and is some minted, and I say that because I'm going to talk about a Sephardic rabbi by the name of Yosef. He was actually the chief rabbi in Israel. And actually, I guess I may should maybe I shouldn't say was, but he gave a speech in a series of radio sermons in 2010. In fact, he's the guy that helped Prime Minister Netanyahu rise into power. And in the speech, he said that the coming world that will be run by them will have Gentiles looked at or likened to donkeys and beasts of burden, and that that is their main reason for existence in the world. And the rabbi continued to explain, it's because they have to serve as slaves for the Jews, and that's their sole purpose. And of course, he's mentored lots of other newer rabbis, into that same belief. And he went on to say, without this purpose, 
the non-Jew has no place in the world. How about that? Folks, if this Jewish cabal complete their great work and they set up a totalitarian new world order, most non-Jews are just simply going to be terminated. The Talmud gives Jews an excuse to behave the way they want to in the first place. The right to do things like seize property of all the Gentiles without payment. It even warns in one of their books of the Talmud, Eruben 21b, that whosoever disobeys a rabbi deserves death. So the Talmud also tells male Jews, it's their prerogative to use non-Jewish women for sex without restriction. I wonder what the wife of a Jewish male would think about that. You know what? Wouldn't bother her a bit. Because they already know most of them have already been promiscuous before they married him. <laughs> anyway, all Gentile women without exception, according to their new code in the Talmud, is that women are nothing more than minstrel filth, slaves, heathen, and prostitutes. And by the way, that happens to be in their wonderful little book called The Sanhedrin, 81B and 82A, if you want to look it up. Folks, do you realize the Talmud is the highest book of the synagogue? It's not the Torah. See, the Apostle Paul, he was aware of this infiltrated group calling themselves the Jews. And the hatred that these Jews, calling themselves Israelites, which weren't, and the contempt they had for Jesus, and the contempt they had for Christianity. In fact, you recall, Jesus told them, you are not of my Father. Because if you were, you would not be seeking to kill me. Do you remember that? So Paul wrote, you know who Paul is, St. Paul of the Bible. He warned Christians, if you favor the Jews, that you will not be loved by Jesus. That's in Galatians 3. And Paul labeled those people that were in bed with these guys to be aware of the fake Israelite. And so Paul labeled them Judaizers, those that loved the fake Jew. And he labeled them as witches. And Galatians 3 says this, if you believe this group of people are good, if you believe it, well, you will be marked for death by Christ. <laughs> 
when these kind of people called Judaizers and their families are taken away, gosh, all of a sudden they were treating the Jews such wonderful people that murdered and maimed and caused so much hell on the planet. Uh, but we supported them. They're going to be taken away to the gulag too, folks. Then they're going to remember, if they ever read their Bible and had ears opened, that the Jews and their schemes for global domination and genocide, the Lord himself in John 16.2 said, they will kill you and thinketh they, they, the fake Jew, do God's service. These are so deluded a creature, the Jews, that they think they're serving God to eliminate non-Jews. And the name and deity that you're supposed to worship does not have anything to do with Christ. And if it says that in the Bible, you have not Christ, then you have not the Father, then, guess what? The Talmudic Jews, they worship Lucifer. Folks, there is an alien grip on our news. There's an alien grip on our entertainment media, and it's got to be recognized before it can ever be beaten. And that's what we're going to talk about here. It's really important. See, there's really no greater power in the world today than these guys that are manipulating public opinion in here in America, on our turf. They've occupied it. There's no king, there's no Pope Francis, no conquering general, no high priest that has ever remotely come close to the control that a few men who control America's mass media and news and entertainment network have over people. Folks, their power is not somewhere off in some distant office building and very impersonal. It reaches you and me every day in every home in every place in America. Open works during every wake 24 hours around the clock. Folks, these people are shaping and molding the minds of virtually what we think the world is. Well, we see this in the news today. This is anything coming out of their mouth is from the Jews. They exercise this very thoroughly, and they're very subtle in their management of the news and entertainment. Surely thou shalt not die. How subtle is that? Well, it was subtle enough for Eve to be raped. She was beguiled. Beguiled is seduced. Seduced does not come without sex. So when they're molding our minds, what are they doing? Well, how about this, for example? When you're watching television, a racially mixed couple is going to be thrown in front of your face, and you're going to be asked to respect and like them. 
And, of course, there some take charge and very, you know, influential couple. Or maybe it's some black scholar or businessman. Or maybe it's a sensitive and talented homosexual queer. Or maybe this hopeless and poor, but very honest and extremely hard-working alien from Mexico. Oh, by the way, he's an illegal alien. No one dares suggest the U.S. government is backing the wrong side in this thing called the Arab-Jewish conflict, huh? When's the last time major news said the Palestinians are being raped, pillaged, and plundered and beaten into the ground as if genocide is occurring? That doesn't serve Jewish interest, does it? When's the last time... <clears throat> American forces have been suicided in some war for the Jews. Well, of interest to them is every war. But they can't get this done without media. And it has to come. So there's two things underway. Destruction of America by the means of the media and swaying that opinion does things like make America do what they want. See, all the media, without exception, take the position that multiculturalism and even race mixing are here to stay, and it's a good thing, so just get over it, or you're just some kind of wonky racist. All of the controlled media, all of it, folks, is hard to escape. All of the controlled media, television, radio, newspapers, magazines, books, motion pictures, they all have a single agenda. You know how powerful that is? In 1945, 44 out of every newspaper, television, and radio outlet in America was non-Jewish owned. It was surprising that they even had 20% of it. <clears throat> so who are these all-powerful masters of the media? Well, here's how we can put it. To a very large extent, they are Jews. It isn't simply a matter, folks, of media being controlled by profit-hungry free-market capitalists of which some happen to be Jews. By the way, if that were the case, then the authenticity of the media masters would really just reflect approximately the ratio of Gentile to Jew, around 2%. But that's not the case. There is a preponderance of Jews in media as owners. In fact, it's so overwhelming that we have to assume that it's due to a more than just a mere happenstance. Now, many of you may not know what the protocols are at all. It's a, it's a document that was something that kind of, if it didn't get written by them to go by, 
it's at least a warning that tells us what their agenda is. In the second protocol that was written about the Zionist agenda, it says, there is one force in the hands of modern government that creates thought and thought movements among people, and that's the press. The presumed role of the press is to indicate supposedly indispensable needs. In other words, to register popular complaints so that they can create discontent. So the triumphant triumph of free speech rests in the press. Why do you think they decided to protect the press? Well, the press isn't getting so much protection anymore because bloggers and people like myself that are out there trying to actually express true opinion are soon to be dinosaurs and cut down and not available. So, the protocols in the second one says, but governments are, are unable to profit by this power and it is fallen into our hands. Who's the Jews? Through, the, through it, we have attained influence while remaining in the shadow. Thanks to it, we've amassed gold, though it has cost us torrents of blood and tears. Boo-hoo, we've had to sacrifice a few Jews. As long as it's not me, it's okay. says in the protocols, continuing that to this end, we shall certainly endeavor to inspire blind confidence in theories that we put forth in our press. Then in the third protocol, it says, daring journalists and audacious pamphleteers, <laughs> those were, you can tell the time it was written in, make daily attack upon the personnel of an administration. This abuse of authority is definitely preparing for the downfall of all institutions, and everything will be overturned by blows coming from an infuriated populace. Ferguson? Let's go to the seventh one, and then we're going to continue on to something here. The seventh protocol is what discuss, is discussing what they're going to do. It says, we must force the Anglo-Saxon government to adopt measures which will promote our broadly conceived plan. Now, when Bill Clinton was in office, all of a sudden some laws got passed in media. And back then, before then, you couldn't own two types of media. You couldn't own newspapers and a radio station or a TV station, and a, a, you couldn't own that, and foreigners couldn't own the media. Then all of a sudden, boom, clear channel communications popped up, bought up 1,000 networks, and they weren't even an American. And it was purchased the day after Bill Clinton got past the bill that says you don't have to be an American to have it. The Clintons 
sold this country out to the Chinese. They continue to sell us out. And all this time, since 92, Hillary and Bill have been turning our country over to our enemy. So, they're going to adopt these measures which will promote our broadly conceived plan already approaching its triumphal goal by bringing to bear the pressure of simulated public opinion, which has in reality been organized by us with the help of the so-called great power of the press. Ms. Clinton, I have a question for you about the emails. Don't ask me about those emails, you bunch of morons. Hillary Clinton, did you not know what was going on at Benghazi? What difference does it make? Right? That's exactly what's going on. Okay. So what's their plan? Let me read it to you. We shall handle the press in this following manner. Number one, we shall saddle it and keep tight rein upon it. Number two, not one announcement will reach the people, save under our supervision. We have attained this at the present time to the extent that all news is received through several agencies in which it is centralized from all parts of the world. Before accepting any work for printing, the publisher or printer must obtain permission from the authorities. Thus, we will know in advance what attacks are being prepared against us and shall be able to counteract them by coming out beforehand with explanations on the subject. So, gosh golly, why don't we get meta metadata off of Skype. Let's intercept all the emails because this might get just a little bit out of hand letting people talk to each other and to privately email, which is now replaced letter writing. Golly, that was a law against the law to tamper with somebody's mail. But hey, what changed? Well, the Jews are the ones in control. Folks, we're going to take an early break, and when we get back, I'm going to finish this discussion and tell you you are at war. You, folks, are at war, but you never knew where it was coming from. Everything that has fashioned your life, every opinion that you have, has come from something that they have controlled. You know, a lot of people are saying, well, there's a new movement that uh, all these books are going to be in the homeschooling that don't have official this and that from the school. It's always been that way. Since the 80s, it was always a rebel group. And what were they doing? Getting rid of Jewish books. That's what they were doing. By the thousands. Folks, it's not it's it's not like the webbot hasn't warned us of this. Do you remember when I told you that the the spies and I mean the uh, Chinese were going to come over here and try and take stuff? 
and they were going to chase down all these um, flight, capital flight uh, people, businessmen that left with money and bought property in the United States. And Well, they've sent spies. They've had spies here. Let me tell you a personal story. Before I ever smuggled Bibles, and then we'll take our break. Before I ever smuggled Bibles into Eastern Europe, personally, directly, myself, in the 80s, I was helping put together by hand, because we couldn't let a company do it, we would assemble these little micro Bibles that were needing a magnifying glass to, to read the Scripture. It was small enough to hide in your mouth. Special paper, special ink was needed. We even put a Cracker Jacks type of uh, magnifying glass with it to let them be able to read it. I wanted to continue from where it was being put together, where I had arrived. I wanted to go to the next step. They said, no, 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 you can't go. And I was kind of offended. And they basically said, no, it's not the point. The problem is it's dangerous. There are Chinese spies in America watching us. And they're going to murder the people that hand it over to the next one just as soon as we're done. That's their goal. We can't afford for anybody but one of us to be going from a work area to work area in different parts of the country getting these thousands of Bibles put together. We have to be that secure. Not that we don't trust people. But they could fool you, and then you would turn them over accidentally. They're ruthless people. Well, the web bot said they were coming. Let me play this. Let me play this one more time about the spies the news has covered coming in here after these guys taking money out of China. You don't do that. Today, U.S. officials made clear China posting foreign law enforcement agents on U.S. soil is prohibited and criminal. Foreign law enforcement agents are not permitted to operate within the United States without prior notification to the Attorney General. Um, and it's a criminal offense, actually, under U.S. law. As first reported by the New York Times, the Chinese government has deployed spies inside the U.S. to influence Chinese nationals to return home and face justice. Hundreds of senior officials have already been arrested and charged inside China, right up to the highest level of the Chinese leadership. And though many have fled to countries like the U.S. with their families and their money, China's broad anti-corruption drive is now extending the hunt to U.S. soil. The Chinese government, Chinese intelligence has been this for years. Uh, they primarily use commercial cover. They use students here. They've been spying on the United States for, for decades. They're very good at it. This is just the latest case of China aggressively pushing its influence far beyond its borders. China has been building and militarizing islands in the South China Sea, 600 miles from its shores and in waters the U.S. considers 
international territory, leading to tense confrontations in the sky, which we experienced firsthand aboard a U.S. surveillance aircraft in May. Uh, this is a name. This is a name. Please go away quickly. U.S. officials have all but publicly blamed China for the massive hack of the Office of Personnel Management, one of the worst ever against the U.S. government. Hackers obtained personal data of more than 20 million current, former, and prospective federal employees. They're just getting much more aggressive. They're stealing more secrets. Uh, they're very difficult to catch. And just last week, the Chinese government devalued its currency to boost its economy, a move that has rattled financial markets and undermined U.S. exports. You knew all this because it was in the WebBot report. The men that have been in business and high, uh, highly placed political positions use that influence to set up companies, make money, and flee China. China's had their, whatever you want to call, judicial process to say, oops, those guys broke the laws. So they are over here banging on our doors just like the WebBot said would happen. Folks, this just basically means, along with the fact that we have a Pentagon paper saying what's coming about earth changes, that we have to get sober here, folks. This is real. There are a lot of people, and I'm not going to mention names because it just doesn't do me any good. Everybody backlashes on me. But I know a lot of people on the radio and have websites, and they're constantly screaming the sky is falling. I'm just telling you what intelligence reports are doing and saying, and I'm giving you where it's coming from. And I'm kind of concerned, folks, literally myself. And I've been engaged in some pretty face-to-face dangerous situations. This has got me very troubled. Very, very, very troubled. Let's take a break, and then we'll get into this second part.
the architect. I created the Matrix. I've been waiting for you. created the matrix all right and they were waiting for you the day you were born they had it all planned out it was incredible folks let's talk about something that we need to do and that's to educate ourselves about what we need to do with our money, our little bits of money. Folks, if you don't want to be at war against this outfit at a comprehensive level where they control and own businesses that are making them wealthy. We need to take the money away from them. This is, uh, well, I, I I got to buy it from them because uh, uh, it's five cents cheaper. <laughs> Let's talk about Jewish-owned businesses that we need to boycott. I said that real loud because they're playing with a law in Congress right now that says it's against the law, and some states have already passed this bill at the state level, that it's against the law to boycott <laughs> a Jewish-owned business. So let's start off with, you know, you already know the banks, okay? You already know the Federal Reserve, three decades of Jewish Federal Reserve chairman. I think that speaks for itself. But how about those finance companies like GMACs owned by Severus Capital Management, which is headed by Steven Feinberg? How about that? Retail, Sears and Kmart, they're controlled from their inception by Jewish, Julius uh, Rosenwald family. They've been around for a long time, of course. <laughs> And the company shares significant control of it is still owned by a Jewish people today. That's why it went to, you know, pot. Printing out uh, books are just bad, and we don't want catalogs anymore. And hey, did you know that Home Depot was founded in '78? Did you know that by four Jews? It's the second largest retailer in America behind Walmart. Did you know that? 
Let's just go through another list of them. Victoria's Secret, The Limited, Bath and Body Works, The Men's Warehouse, Staples, Office Depot. How about a whole bunch of these stores? Bonton stores. Now, those include uh, Elder Beeman, Parisian, Saks, <clears throat> Bergner's, Boston Store, Carson, Pierre Scott, Yonkers, Maxwell, Fowler's. How about Stephen Berry's University Sportwear? How about The Gap, Banana Republic, Old Navy, American Eagle Outfitters. How about ABC Warehouse? How about Circuit City? Did you know it was actually founded in 1949? You're probably going, what? Well, it was called Ward's Appliance Store. It was founded by Wurzel, Jewish. How about Costco? It was founded in 1954 by Sol Price, a Jew calling it Fedmark. <laughs> Fedmark, how about Federal Reserve? How about, you know, everything American? You know, right. How about Spencer Gifts, Eddie Bauer, Starbucks? How let's just go to let's just go to the insurance companies. How about AIG? Now, that's run by a guy by the name of Marshall Cohen and he sits on an international committee of what's called the Blackstone Group. It's a Jewish private-run equity and investment firm, and they're going to screw you unless you go to the synagogue. How about safe auto insurance? Folks, if I've even mentioned something that you go to, stop. Hey, how about what? Let's go to sports. Let's see who they own. What kind of sports? Well, they mo they own the Miami Heat, the Washington Redskins, the Indianapolis Colts, and let's see what else. Oh, the New Patriot, the New England Patriots, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Denver Broncos, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Cleveland Browns, Minnesota Vikings, New York Giants, <sighs> Atlanta Falcons, the Seattle Seahawks, the Philadelphia Flyers, and the Philadelphia 76ers. Can I stop and just say all of them? How about some of those services to pay the Federal Reserve some money? Well, we got to make sure that H&R Block does your taxes, right? Did you know that you all went to hell in the handbasket, was poorly managed by a company whose owners committed, quote, suicide, but it was only called suicide <clears throat> after the son had been tried for murdering his father. And that's who's running U-Haul now, which is falling apart. But it was, of course, started in 45 and continues today to be owned by the Jewish family whose father started it. How about the media? We were talking about that. And I want to focus on that a little bit here, real important time to do is because, hey, Capital City slash ABC slash Disney, do you know how many billions a year they make? Well, did you know just not, it's an 
a media empire. So what do they own? Here's what they own. Buena Vista distribution. So if you want a video, if you want a movie to hit your theater, it won't get there unless it goes through guess what? The right distribution channels. You know who found out that? Remember the movie that Mel Gibson put out about the crucifixion of Christ? He was very emphatic that Jews did it. Well, of course, the Jews don't know who they are, acting like hell anyway, said, we can't have that in our theater, so they blocked him. And so Mel Gibson had a huge support for private showings of the movie he did about the crucifixion of Christ. And he made something like $300 million plus. It just floored him. There is ways around them, folks. Walt Disney's part of that group. Touchstone Pictures is part of it. Pixar. You know the Pixar Animation Studios? Walt Disney Animation? Meyermax Studios, Disney Toon, Hollywood Pictures, ABC Network, ABC News, ABC News Now, the Disney Channel, Jet Tex, SoapNet, Toon Disney, Lifetime Entertainment Services, A&E, Television Network, ABC Studios, Disney ABC Domestic, Disney ABC International, Walt Disney Television Animation, Radio Disney, ESPN Networks, One, Two, ESPN Classic, uh, news, ESPNU, ESPN HD, ESPN Radio, ESP the Magazine, ESPN Now, ESPN Blue, 360, blah, blah, all the S. If it's ESPN, they own it, okay? I, I think you got that one. How about Walt Disney Parks and Resorts? To include, of course, guess what? Disneyland, Disney World, Tokyo Disney, uh, Disney Resort, Disney and Disneyland Resort in Paris, Hong Kong Disneyland Resort, Disney Cruise Line. Now, have you ever seen a wreck or somebody really maimed and hurt on one of these kind of rides at one of these places? No, they've got a special team that hides it under the carpet real fast so everything goes on. But I happen to be in line. Next person to get on went in front of me. One of the ride operators was a girl, teenage girl. There was no barrier between her and the where the roller coaster comes up to a screeching halt. And it comes in, there was only like an inch between the side of the roller coaster and the wood, the platform you walk on to get into it. There's no railings on their side, the worker's side. And she was turning around to go put on the brakes and her, she stepped off the edge and she fell all the way to her butt, one leg hanging over the side, one leg on the top, and the roller coaster brake didn't get hit, and it came through, and yes, it cut her leg off right in front of me. But nobody got a payment out of it. They don't care about those kind of people. Disney Cruise Line. Walt Disney Imagineering, Imagineering, that's it. <laughs> ABC, okay, all the television stuff, you know, 
KABC Los Angeles, KFSN, KGO, KTRK, WABC, uh, Chicago, Toledo, Pasadena, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Dallas, Fort Worth, Tempe, Oakland, Dallas, Fort Worth, Los Angeles, Albany, New York, Pittsburgh, New York City, Farmington Hills, Michigan, Boston, Chicago, New York City, stuff in Illinois, stuff in Ohio. <laughs> All right. The Muppets, Walt Disney Theater. And that's just that. That's just that first group. Viacom CBS is the next category, of course, owned by Murray Rothstein and Sumner Redstone. Well, actually, he changed the name from Murray Rothstein to Sumner Redstone. Hey, don't isn't it just kind of odd that Jews change their names for some reason? This is this won't can this this will not probably catch you off guard. The New York Times. <laughs> the Washington Post, the US News and World Report, Time magazine, blah blah blah. Have you ever wondered why Time, Newsweek, and World Report and all those little news ma- they all have the same topic every time? It's because they're all owned by the same people and they don't have to do duplicate work, but they'll sell you three magazines triple the income off the same article. Zuckerman, hello. CEO and major stockholders, Mortimer Zuckerman, Zuckerman. Golly, I wonder if that's who funded Mr. Zuckerman, boy, that was oh, extremely smart and started Facebook because he's so smart. He drops college and he just had this wonderful, oh, gosh, it, would, it couldn't be that Daddy put out millions to build Facebook for him, and then they just say he owns it. Couldn't be that at all. <sighs> NFL Network, period, end of story, NFL. <laughs> Google, sleazeball Sergey Brin and Larry Page. Oh, my gosh. Just sitting down and watching them testify in the Senate, they have to get up and sterilize the seats after they're done sitting and talking. They're such scumballs. Now, we have some huge operations under the name Advanced Publications. The company owns and controls several newspapers, a Bright House Network's cable TV, too, in, in Indianapolis and in Marion, Indiana, Orlando, Florida, Bakersfield, California, Bright House Network cable TV all across Alabama, Florida, uh, Texas, Maryland, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, Hawaii, Missouri, Kentucky. Tennessee, Wisconsin, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Oregon. I'm just giving you the states they're in with multiple operations. California, of course, Washington, Kansas, New Jersey, Mississippi, uh, uh, Massachusetts. 
Okay, how about the Sports Business Journal, Sports Business Daily, NASCAR scene, NASCAR this, NASCAR that. It's Jewish owned. Hemming Motors, Muscle Machines, Muscle Motor News, Sports and Exotic Car News, Classic Car Hemmings, Classic This and That, Architectural Digest, Bon Appetit, Brides, House and Garden, Glamour, Gourmet, GQ, Jane, Lucky, The New Yorker, Parade Self, Vanity Fair, Vogue, Wired, The World of Interiors, Women Wear Daily. Hey, you know, when I uh, get to thinking about all these things, you already know these are all Jewish-owned, okay? But global research on the Internet is Jewish-owned. He just has such a bias that he wants to be conservative. He can't make his mind up whether he's going to be a self-hating Jew or toe the line. <laughs> you have to be careful who you listen to. If you want to support a Zionist, uh, Alex Jones, and many others like uh, Dave Hodges, who thinks the Jews can't do anything wrong, then... <laughs> or maybe it's Steve Quell, or, or, or maybe it's Hagman and Hagman that think, you know, oh, Israel... First, foremost, America second. Okay, back to the task at hand, sorry. Women wear daily, daily news record, footwear news, home furnishing news, executive technology, children's business, supermarket news, brand marketing. Salons, elegant bride, golf digest, golf for women, golf world, golf business. <laughs> uh. Okay, let's go to another one. That one's just... How about Block Communications? Uh, Yeah, his last name's Block. Toledo Blade Newspaper, Pittsburgh Gazette, Buckeye Cable, Buckeye Tele, Buckeye Express, Buckeye This, anything Buckeye adds, just Jewish-owned, Okay. Bunch of affiliates all over Boise, Nampa, Nampa, uh, Decatur, Louisville, Kentucky, Toledo. Comcast is totally, and by the way, the largest provider of cable TV. It's Jewish owned. By the way, in addition to them, Comcast, owning cable TV and Internet businesses, which data mine your stuff to find out how the real... They don't have to take a survey. <laughs> they already know what you feel. In addition to massive cable and Internet uh, businesses, they own e-entertainment on television. Style Network, the Golf Network, OLN, whatever that is, G4, PBS, TV1, Roberts, whatever that is. How about manufacturing stuff like Chrysler, owned by Steve Feinberg? 
far as technology, this is where they've got us on the Internet. It's just like you can't escape them. <laughs> Intel, Oracle, Dell, United Online. And the, those United Online has within them names and brands you'd know, like Juno, Net, Z, Net Zero, Blue Light Internet Services, these cheapy ones, see. I'm going to stop with the last one here. I got three times as much. But I just wanted you to get this. Carnival Cruise Lines is owned by them. That's probably why they get burned up so much. They don't take care of the ships. It's money first and safety second. Are you getting the picture of the war that we're in? Every step of every day, they are talking to us with their agenda. Who gives a rip what Trump's saying? The most important thing that he's said that you need to know is, we need to support Israel. He's not talking that much about it, though, is he? <laughs> Folks, it's all a rigged game. Let me ask you a question. When you die and you go before the Creator, and you give an accounting of yourself, are you going to say, well, I didn't vote for the worst guy. I voted for the second worst guy. Or the third worst. Or the fourth worst. Well, he may not have killed as many people as the first one. How about not voting at all? And save your soul some agony. I'm not talking to the people. I'm talking to the ground crew. And I'm serious. It's time to get ready, and we ain't got time for fake elections that are already fixed. We're not even into 2016, and we know what's the outcome going to be. One of the stooges they pick. That's what it's going to be. That's how bad it's going to be. Incredible. Incredible. You know, just to kind of back up and kind of reiterate what I've been telling, I can't even remember, I've had 10 interviews this last less than a week. I'm going to reiterate the fact that the Pentagon has this climate change adaption roadmap, folks. And, and they know what's coming. And so back to the fact that they're not admitting what it is, why it is. They're not even saying it's man-induced. They're staying away from the political part of it. But they are saying stuff that you need to get ready for. And the fact is that as you get ready for this stuff, quit spending your money with the Jewish-owned people. If you can. If it's at all possible and get ready with that money you would have spent. Secretary 
of Defense said, but the real challenge of global climate, while not new in history, it is new to the modern world. Climate change does not directly cause conflict, but it will significantly add to the challenges of global instability, hunger, and conflict. Food and water shortages, pandemic disease, disputes over refugee resources, all place additional burdens on economies, societies, and institutions. The focus of this approach that they've put together was mapped out a year ago so they could not waste any time getting ready. And that's what they said. That's exactly what they were saying in this, right at the very high-level amount. Ugh. is incredible. It says there in the foreword of this report, it says, among the future trends that will impact our national security is climate change. It's going to impact global instability, hunger, poverty, and cause conflict. It's going to lead to food and water shortage, pandemic disease, like I just read, right? And it says this has got to be moved on immediately, immediately. And that the most focus they're having isn't external in fighting wars, but supposedly internal to help civilian authorities cope with what's coming. It says, while scientists are trying to converge on a consensus, uncertainty remains, and this cannot be an excuse for delaying action. So when they got this published, their next step was to plan nationally Operation Jade Helm 2015. Because here in this article it says, at home we are studying the implications of demand and also said that their philosophy was based on a strategic military strategist that's, you know, written books and they researched and studied in the war college that says you'll need to be ready in a twilight. In order to respond like that, they have decided to pre-deploy. And that's what Jade Helm is. Which really is telling us what? It's upon us. That's all this is saying. The roadmap is divided into four sections, and it's telling us exactly what's going to happen. And here's what it says. Climate change affects the availability of food and water, and it causes human migration. Wow. It creates a unique capability for us to need for us to provide logistical material and security assistance. At the civilian level is what they're talking about here. And they even have a name for it. But to, to underscore all of this in, the, in this report, they're following executive orders that were issued. Let me give them to you. Executive Order 13514. 
an executive order. After that one, there's another one. It's Executive Order 13653. What's the title of that? Preparing the United States for the Impact of Climate Change. So is there no surprise that there is an ad on television talking about the Navy's response to problems? And there's this great big old red ball in the sky, this ominous planet X, infrared Nibiru. It's infrared, folks. That's why it's dark. You can't see it a long ways off. And their roadmap fulfills the requirements they say themselves to obey and follow these executive orders. <clears throat> so they put a table together of what they're going to do. The most important thing was rapid response and pre-deployment. Because it says, and I'm looking on page six of 20 pages, the impacts of climate change will cause instability and impair access to food and water and damage in infrastructure. There'll be disease. It'll displace. The impacts will cause large numbers of people to be displaced, compelling my, mass migration, interrupting commercial activity, and restricting electrical availability. I'm not reading out the WebBot report. So I'm just redoing this because one of their their first table is increased demand for DSCA. Do you know what that is? Defensive support to civilian authorities. Oh, folks, that we could have an underground community, at least a place to live where we had a place to go and prepare. I really don't know what to say on timing, except that it's near. I've always said for a long time, I didn't know exactly when, but I thought the economic woes would be first, but not very. looks like they're not going to be far ahead of the other. You know, I had somebody tell me the ISIS people, which is actually led by the Israeli Mossad, they have black as their theme. Somebody said, you know, that's probably the black horse <laughs> of the apocalypse. <laughs> I go, I don't know about that, but who knows? There is a heavy weight on many of you that believe this. Take it soberly and let it let it sink in. But don't let it frighten you. Don't let it scare you. Just let it be a tool to help you get ready. A tool to cause you to soberly think, to soberly prepare and for you to get motivated to get ready. This would be wonderful. The 
Bible told us when. We knew when just by the signs. We didn't get a date given. But the money is just about ready to collapse. So if you've got to get stuff, get it before inflation hits, okay? Get your boots, because you can always wrap up in a blanket, okay? <laughs> get your boots, things that really will last a long time, <clears throat> that you can't make very easy. Get you some seeds, heirloom seeds. By the way, we're selling sealed in a can Heirloom seeds for gardens, a variety. And uh, put in that can are instructions on how to harvest the seeds from some of the, of the uh, uh, vegetables so that you can plant again, so that you can have seeds for the next garden. I encourage everybody to try and get some of that kind of stuff. I'm going to give you a phone number to call and uh, be prepared to write it down and feel free to call us anytime to help you with anything. 702-543-1828. We're trying to make available things like testing and and uh, lab access very easy where you are. We have lab tests. If you need to get your health kind of tipped off, tipped up and, and, and ready to go, get it done. Get it done now. Think of your most, your weakest health issue and actually stock up for and get ready for that. That one thing. That, that most serious one. We have, we have, for example, when they come out of these pre-deployed um, military operations to get people, they're going to try and force people completely off their property, even if they're prepared. And so you need to be prepared for that. There was a guy, to kind of give you an example, there was a guy that was living on Mount St. Helens. He'd been there for a long time. He was an old fella. They knew he was there before they stopped letting people build on there. It's just like Mount Hood. I've climbed to Mount Hood, and they don't let people you know, build houses there because they know it's going to blow. They went up and told him it's imminent. We're risking even our life to come up and tell you, get off this mountain. It's going to erupt. And he said, I don't care. This is my home, like for, I don't know how many, like 40 years. And if my home is going, then I am too. He didn't want to live their way. He didn't want their idea of surviving. They respected that and let him stay. He chose what was important to him. And that's how the federal government should actually behave when they come to a community, all that are ready to go will help you now. It's voluntary. 
But that's not how they're going to do it, folks. So you just have to kind of get ready for that, okay? If you've got food, put it in different spots, okay? Get you some water. Get you some barrels. Get you some water. Get you a metal trash can and put things in there you don't want messed up that are electronic. Get your eyeglasses because the sun's rays are already changing. I've been reading UVA and UVB light reports, and they're getting more intense. And we don't need to be blind or we're like dead in the water as, a, as, a, as a, far as taking care of ourselves. Just remember, we have to keep our heads on ourselves. We don't want to be acting like those poor people that had Katrina happen to them. Do you remember how they went from neighborhood to neighborhood trying to take weapons from people in, that were in Katrina that weren't even affected by the, the hurricane? There were entire neighborhoods that blockaded their their neighborhood off with cars, and they had armed guards, and they told FEMA, you come in here, we'll kill you. Are you ready for that? Do you have a neighborhood that'll do that? <laughs> Man, if we were at that eight acres, we'd have it. It's on top of the big hill. You can see for a long ways. Folks, I'm going to let you go early. I want you to spend time making lists of things that you need to get done. We'll help you in the category of health. We'll help you in the category of food. And while we have items that are rapidly running out right now, we have non-food items, but they're going fast. They're, going, they're just, and they're not being restocked. And we're going, what? As usual, folks, it's been my pleasure being with you. I am privileged to give you the information that we have. It's my desire to make sure that the remnant's ready, the ground crew's prepared. I hope uh, and know that you have many things that you yet have thinking that you need to do. But I want you to be aware also that all the Father requires is that we try to get ready. And we are obedient that because of Scripture telling us this was on the way, we went into action with what little we had. And then he, he I believe, is going to make up the rest. But we have to act because that exhibits our faith that he told us what's coming and that he wanted us to get our lamps ready. And he'll take care of the rest. It's been my pleasure being with you. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.